And we are live with another episode of Comic Talk. It's that show brought to you by The Keeg, where you talk about this week's new releases of comics. It's DC Comics, Marvel Comics, Indie Comics, whatever we have read this week, whatever came out this week, that's what we talk about. Uh, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. And for those of you who don't know, uh, we talk comics on this show. Uh, DC Comics come out on Tuesdays. Marvel Comics and Indie Comics come out on Wednesdays. And we're here on a Thursday, August 11th, 2022, to talk about this week's releases. And I can't do it alone, which is kind of what I've been trying to get at. It's not just me. I got two awesome guests. We got Justin Musso back from back from the past. I, I don't know. Yep. <laughs> straight, straight out of the past. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, happy to be back. I know it's been a hot second, uh, but has. I'm looking forward to talking to uh, talking comics. This was a good week for comics, I feel. Do you? It was a good week for comics. I want to know, because it's been a couple months since we had you on the show, any crazy hot takes that you just want to say right now that happened in the last, like, three, four months? Uh... I mean, nothing that immediately leaps to mind that hasn't probably already been echoed before. Um, you know, read read more comics, um, expand your palette. Don't just read, uh, you know, the big two. Read a bunch of stuff because you know, like with consuming any media, it's always good to get a nice wide scope to appreciate the things you love. Was that directed at me? Are you are you no, directing that? Not, you are. You are just not, not particularly. Not particularly. <laughs> I mean, look. I, I'm just if 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 the green screen background fits, <laughs> and it does. I mean, I'm pretty sure I can't see what exactly is on my background, but I'm pretty sure there's no indie comics on there, and I'm sorry. Uh, actually, it's all Marvel comics. So yeah, I read DC and Marvel, but like I I I do read select indie comics, and those are normally recommended to me by the guests on this show. So I mean, Eight Billion Genies number four came out, and we're going to talk we're going to talk about that one. Um, that one's been great, but you know, <clears throat> nice to have you, Justin. Yeah, happy to be here. Sammy the Monster, aka just Sammy. What's up? Hey, what's up? I'm uh, just Sammy. Just Sammy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, thanks for coming back. Thank you for having me again. I'm excited. This yeah. was a really good week week for comics. It lots, was lots of good stuff. Yeah. It was. Have you okay. been on this show since we went to San Diego Comic Con? No. Okay. We I had you on the show, then we went to San Diego Comic Con. And yeah. now we're here. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Let's talk about this week's releases of comics. Um, I want to know what everybody read, including issue numbers, so people, you know, get a better feel for it. Um, who wants to go first? Uh, I think Sammy read a little more than I do, so she can she can go first. Absolutely. Sure, sure. Yeah, I don't mind going first. Yeah. Um, I read 8 Billion Genies, Issue 4, Captain Carter, Issue 5, Miss Marvel and Wolverine 1, Blade Runner, Black Lotus 1, Dark Crisis, uh, Green Lanterns 1, Ghost Rider, Vengeance, Forever 1, Deceased, War of the Undead Gods 1. There are a lot of number ones this week, huh? Yeah, yeah, there really, mm -hmm. really are. Which is really cool for, like, people that don't know where to jump in on, like, new mm -hmm. series and stuff like that. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, all right. Uh, Justin, what, what'd you read? Uh, some of the same, some different stuff. Uh, I also read 8 Billion Treaties number four. Um, I did uh, AXC Judgment Day number two. Yeah. Uh, Jurassic League number four. Uh, I also read Ghost Rider Vengeance Forever number one, Miss Marvel and Wolverine number one, uh, and Love Everlasting number one. 
Okay. All right. Um, are you up to date on everything X-Men, Justin? Generally speaking, um, with with a few, like I, I, I need to catch up on, I, it's not that I don't like Wolverine. Yeah. I just, I've never been a fan of him as a solo book. Like I, I, there haven't been really many like solo book Wolverine runs. Like I know that they're good and I've read them, but I always tend to gravitate more towards team stuff over the solo book just because I always feel the X-Men is always more interesting as a team dynamic book. Yeah. Um, but generally you. speaking, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty up to date, I think, on the happenings of the mutant world. That's good. Um, cause I, I, I know you obviously love X-Men and I've seen your TikToks. Um, uh, Knights of X is what I fell behind on. Wolverine had mm. a recent, uh, a good arc recently. It was like three issues of Deadpool and Wolverine teaming up. Did you read that one? Yeah. Uh, no, I need to catch up on that, but I did, I did see that happening. I did also see that they officially announced that we are going to be getting a new Deadpool ongoing for the first time in what feels like six or seven almost years. It can't be. Like it's that. been a weirdly. Has, it, has it been that long? It's it's been at least I I think I think it's been four. Actually, I take it back. It's not about. I think it's like four four years because I think uh, it was King of Monster last Island. One, right? I think was in yeah King of Monster Island, which I think was like either twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen. Yeah. Um, but I know that around around the big like House of X Powers of Ten reboot. Uh, Deadpool kind of got like gently placed on the sideline to only be used as like a cameo thing while the yeah. rest of the X-Men got the focus. Yeah. But uh, yeah, now we're getting a new Deadpool ongoing and it sounds pretty rad. Do you want to know what happens in the Wolverine issues with him? Or are you, yeah. I won't spoil I don't, it. I don't, you don't want me to. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not particularly attached. I can, I can find out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Deadpool really wants to be a part of Krakoa, but he's not a mm -hmm. mutant, right? Uh, right, even though, pick. yeah, even though, like in a lot of stories, he's just included with mm -hmm. the X Men or X Force or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. And so there's kind of this Looney Tunes thing that happens in the first issue. I won't spoil it, um, but the you know it's it's Logan being like, no, you don't get to come, get away from me, dude. Like, leave me alone. And in the end, he gets invited, and it's nice. Oh, there we go. Yeah, good for Wade. Yeah, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to gate crash the Hellfire Gala anymore. Right, right. Um, there's a lot of body <laughs> horror along the way, though. So there's some yeah, really sounds, cool moments. Sounds, sounds like a Deadpool. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a Deadpool to me. Yeah. Uh, I won't spoil it. No, it's too good to spoil. <laughs> I won't spoil it. But let me know when, when you read it, Justin. I will. I absolutely will. Sammy, I got to get you on board, X-Men. I got to. Yeah, like, I. Stuff. I read Miss Marvel and Wolverine. Mm. And uh, there was some X-Men in there. And I was like, ooh, yeah. I think I might want to get into X-Men because I loved X-Men Evolution as a kid and yeah. then live action movies mm -hmm. when I was younger. And I really, yeah, I really enjoyed them in the in this comic. So I was like, maybe, maybe it's time to dive in to the X-Men world. Everything that I know about you, Sammy, tells me that you would love X-Men and that like you would go down that rabbit hole and never come back out. I know mm -hmm. it's true. <laughs> it's so true. I, I really think I would really like them. You're literally a, a checklist of qualities of an X-Men fan. You oh just, yeah, it's number one being gay. It's at the top of the list. Well, I was, I was. A, it's, it's one it's, of them. We, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's not, not in the top three at yeah, least. Yeah, I mean, like, it makes sense. Really, being a being a queer X Men fan is like kind of like it, it's one of those things. Where, like you could just say I'm an X Men fan. It's like you don't like, like you you get you get more than like five characters deep, and people are gonna be like, oh, yeah. right, right, yeah. Uh, X <laughs> X is the one letter they've left off of LGBTQ 
because it's a given. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but we'll get you, we'll get you started. But this week, yeah. I'm trying to think of what I read. Uh, I read Eight Billion Genies number four. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I read uh AXE, uh Judgment Day number mm-hmm. two. I read uh Amazing Spider-Man number seven, Captain America Sentinel of Liberty number three. And I have a problem with that word sentinel. I don't like in the context of the Marvel universe, it's not a good word. <laughs> uh, I also read Predator number one. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get to Superman Son of Kal-El number 14. I wanted to, I didn't get to do it. Um, mm-hmm. but I did read Punisher five, and that's what I read. Okay. Yeah. Um, so like I feel like we we all read it like a good amount, and I always just kick myself that I didn't read more, but it is what it is, you know. Um, many hours in the day. <sighs> I mean, I've, I've learned that as of the last couple of weeks, it's been rough. Um, Manny reads comics is out there on YouTube. I just realized that we good thing we were recording in zoom. Cause this is, that's the podcast version. Uh, because we were not, we were not putting audio out. Mm. but it's all right the podcast will have it uh so anyone out there watching manny reads comics is out there what's up to manny on youtube uh you should be able to hear us now and i'm sorry you weren't able to hear us earlier but listen to the podcast and you will hear all that those bits and pieces uh i'm sorry about that anyway um um i want to know you guys' picks of the week your number one pick of this week Mm. I mean, it's it's hard because like eight billion. I, I think I think eight billion genies is like the thing that kind of we all read, right? And with with good reason. Like it, every issue of that book keeps getting wilder and and like more expansive in like what is happening in this world of wishes. Um, so I know we're gonna get to talk about that a lot. I personally, I I have to say the one that really surprised me was Love Everlasting number one. Um, the last thing I really kind of expected out of Tom King was a romance comic homage that ends up having this sort of like nightmare scenario quantum leap hook to it. Okay. Um, it's really good. And it's probably going to be one, one of those books that I'm just going to be like, you got, everyone should check this book out because even if, even if you don't, if, even if you don't like romance comics, even if you don't typically read comics, like check out this is, it's a, it's a cool, it's a good enough hook, and the entire creative team behind it is like stunning. It, it's, it's, it's their, uh, one of their, like, technically it started on their sub stack. Yeah. Um, and so, it, but it's an entirely creative, creator owned comic, which is also great. More, more of those in the world, please. Is it in print? Yes. Uh, okay. this week was the first time it was in print. I believe Image has the publishing rights on that. Let me double check that. But I believe they have the publishing rights on Love Everlasting. Uh-huh. See. Yep, that's an image. Okay. All right. I mean, I'm I'm a big believer that there's a comic out there for everybody. Mm-hmm. As long as you can sit down and read sequential art. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, and this this one is quite good with sequential art. It's yeah. it's yeah, Tom King and Elsa uh, Char uh, I'm gonna mispronounce her name so bad. Uh, Elsa Charretier, uh-huh. Charretier, 
um, on art, and it is it is just really really good. Yeah, uh, I forgot to click to show these covers. I got a bunch of the lover love everlasting covers. Yeah, they had a um, lot of variants. They too. had a lot of variants. Um, but they're all beautiful. So if you guys are watching us live, uh, you are watching us on twitch.tv slash the Keeg show or youtube.com slash the Keeg show, both of which you can see us live, see our lovely faces, see our social media handles, and, you know, hopefully follow us, uh, on social media, but also see these covers, uh, pop up of the comics that we're, we're talking about. Um, you're saying it's like a romance slash quantum leap sort of thing. Yeah. So the kind of like, <clears throat> general premise is uh it follows uh it, it, it's set up very much if if you've ever read which I, I will admit is a bit of a blind spot in my own comic reading um is the like romance comics that like marvel was putting out and also dc were putting out in like the like 50s and 60s um bef like before the big boom of superheroes kind of took over everything um but it it so it, it follows that very like standard kind of formatting of uh, a romance comic in yeah. that it is ostensibly like four not really super connected like short love stories about you know a lovelorn woman and you know whether it is like you know it's star-crossed love because she's in love with her roommate's you know boyfriend or she's in love with a guy from the wrong side of the tracks or you know, this kind of thing but it, it follows the main character of this uh a woman named joan peterson i want to say is her last name I, i'm so bad at last names um <laughs> but your last uh, name yeah, is joan, Peter joan peterson I know it's 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 a it's a curse. <laughs> um, yeah, Joan Joan Peterson is is the protagonist of the story, and we essentially see her going through these almost like going through the motions of a standard romance comic. But at the end, of the first one, you know, she gets her man, everything's happily ever after. The next story is like in like the '60s, and it's like the wrong side of the tracks. But for some reason she can't shake this feeling of like, didn't I, wasn't I just with somebody else in like a different time? Like, this is weird. And so as like the stories kind of like progress, even though they're hopping around in times, she is remembering everything that has happened to her sequentially. Um, and so it seems like it feel, it feel, it has the feeling that it is going to be kind of of her having that sort of metatextual awareness that, where of the kind of story she is stuck in mm -hmm. and is going to be taking steps to try to break out of this cycle of the standard romance comic story. Tom it King, looks, it looks, yeah. Tom King's wild. Mm -hmm. I don't, it's, it's really cool. I'm very excited to check out the rest of it as yeah. it comes out. Okay. All That's right. A cool concept. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Sammy, did you read it? Love no, it, I uh, didn't. Everlasting. I, I forgot to grab it at the shop. So it happens. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. I need more independent comics. And like, we've talked about this on past episodes. Like sometimes if you like an, uh, like it, you like an author of one book, that's never going to last forever, but you can follow mm -hmm. that author to something else. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you like their style, yeah, yeah. Then... always, always follow the creative teams. Yeah. Yeah. Artists, writers, uh, you know, inkers, uh, characters. I like to say like, if you're an X-Men fan, if you like Rogue, just read mm -hmm. all of Rogue stuff. Then You're cool. Yeah. It'll work out. <laughs> um, 
All right. Good, good pick for number one. Sammy, what's your uh, number one pick? I feel like the obvious answer would be 8 billion genies because it's a fantastic, like it's too easy of an answer. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because I mean, like it was the most captivating comic I read, but then again, I'm four issues in and I'm so invested in the story. And, you know, there was like a bunch of plot twists. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That'd be like the easy answer. I'm going to give you an alternative answer, though. You could call this number two or an alternative number one, however you'd like. Okay. Um, And I think that might be deceased were Mm. of the undead gods. I wanted to read it. Yeah. I I thought it opened really cool. I really liked the opening. Um, I don't know if I do. I I, I can tell you about it, but Uh, you can tell. I mean, you can tell me about it. I mean, Justin, you cool with it? Yeah. Go for it. Are you generally cool with spoilers, Justin? I think with like very few exceptions, I am. And part of that, I think, is just because of like with the way that like spoilers have kind of evolved in the times of social media of like it is you basically have to take like so many steps to prevent seeing any kind of spoilers online Yeah, that you either have to like keep the fortifications up at all times or just kind of let it wash over you and accept that it's, there's a solid chance you might forget about it in the time it takes from finding like hearing the spoiler to actually like seeing the movie, reading the comic, what have you. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, I pre- I play pretty fast and loose with spoilers. Um, cool. And DC's is, DC's is a series that I really enjoyed reading as well. So I, this is one that's on my list. So I don't mind the spoilers just because I'm sure it's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I read the first storyline and then I jumped to this one. And so the in between, I like got a lot spoiled for me, but it's still fun. But I, it opened up actually with Supergirl and I'm a big, I'm a big Supergirl fan. Mm-hmm. It was her parents, you know, sending her off Krypton, but they sent her to New Genesis mm-hmm. instead of Earth, which I thought was interesting. interesting. So she yep. landed on New Genesis, but by the time she landed, like, you know, the anti-life equation has already infected everybody. So she like, oh. landed on a planet of like zombie gods, basically. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was so freaking cool. I will say this: an honorable mention for number one, also might be Miss Marvel and Wolverine. I I thought that mm-hmm. was so cute. I, I mm-hmm. love Miss Marvel, and I do really like the X Men characters. So that also is close to that one. I'm really bad at making decisions. I'm very indecisive. Do you guys both read Miss <laughs> Marvel number uh, Miss Marvel and Wolverine number one? Yeah. Uh, um, Sammy, tell me about Miss Marvel Wolverine number one, because I didn't get to read it. It was really it was a really cute and fun story. Um. It was just Miss Marvel kind of running into Wolverine and dealing with robotic bugs trying to attract attack the X-Men treehouse. And um, it was cool to see all the cameos of all the X-Men. And it was just really fun and cool. I, I just love Miss Marvel so much as a character. I've never read any Miss Marvel comics before. I don't really, really? read much. I don't re- really read Marvel comics. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So I, re- I really liked her. I mean, I would definitely read more miss marvel comics. miss marvel's I, one of the most solid like comic runs just g willow wilson right i mean mm-hmm. and it changed mm-hmm. yeah the, the first one and the, and the solid did med uh, stuff has also been really good yeah um it's it's really like that champions like you really like it is it is like when you look back and you're like wow like there really there really hasn't been too many instances of like a bad kamala khan comic like they've yeah. all been really well put together and really well crafted you know why i think that is Hmm. a lot of times when when people write characters it could be for movies tv shows comic books the goal is make the character just the best make them Mm -hmm. the best make them they can have flaws but 
they really just like they are as good as the plot needs them to be but like a character mm-hmm. like kamala has a very distinct point of view that like you know that you could take kamala and put her in a starbucks and you know how she's going to act or you could take her and put her at a protest and you know how she's going to act you can take her and put her in a mine mining coal and you know how she's going to act right because it's such a distinct but tony stark will like do we know is he going to tip or is he not going to tip at starbucks we don't know if the he's not that cute. fleshed out if the That's if the barista is cute he'll, he'll give her 100 right probably yeah yeah right yeah or he, he or he'd be like oh you can either have the 100 or i could take you out on a date right mm-hmm. and like okay but I don't know. I feel like Kamala Khan's very distinctly written. Um, Miles Miles is also pretty distinct as well. So Miles Miles. has a pretty good batting average as well. I've read some Miles comics here and there. Yeah. 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 Um, The I don't know if you saw the variant covers, but one of the variant covers from Miss Marvel and Wolverine has uh, the Predator on it because Predator (laughs) number one came out this week. I did not see that. That's so great. Yeah. (laughs) Um, If you if you're watching the stream. it'll flip through a couple of different covers. All of these variant covers are really good. Real good. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the thing that I thought was that I, I and I also, again, I liked it because uh, yeah. it, it does reference how uh, Wolverine was Kamala's first like big actual superhero team up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it kind of like harkens back to that. Um, but uh, the thing I also like about it is that it, it seems to, that like this is like setting up not quite like a series per se, but like, a series of Miss Marvel like one-off team-up books that they're doing. Yeah. Because like they did, uh, like this was you know Miss Marvel and Wolverine. The next issue is going to be Miss Marvel and Moon Knight. Um, but I think it's going to be like continuing this like through line that they set up in this one of this villain who for some reason is trying to like get genetic samples of these superheroes to do something nefarious with them. Um. Miss Marvel is getting these team-ups and so is Moon Girl. Because mm-hmm. Moon Girl and Avengers came out this week, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, are they doing that? Is it essentially like Marvel, like Ultimate Marvel team-up kind of thing? It's it, it sort of, it's it, it, it feels that way. Um, I think it could also be like the notion that uh, they're, I mean, they're both very popular characters. They're arguably I mean, they're they're the last of the new humans to really kind of like mm-hmm. make it out of the big inhuman purge they did a couple years back. Um, and it's also, you know, it, it's it's Kamala's coming off of having her Disney Plus show, uh, and Moon Girl is getting an animated show uh, that is still, I believe, on in in in, in the works. Uh, I don't think that's been shelved. Wait, what but, is? Um, uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, I believe. At least, at least at one point, there was supposed to be a Moon Girl and Double Dinosaur cartoon. I don't know if it's yeah, still happening. Yeah. But, I don't know. Uh, but it, it, you know, you said they're both that are both really good characters who can alternately hold their own in a solo book or like do this kind of like team up stuff that it makes it interesting. That they're they're good foils to whoever they're off of because, again, like you were saying, like Kamala has a very distinct like voice and point of view. Like Kamala is. You know, kind of like the super fan who got to be a superhero and who's like now been through it enough to not even be jaded, but but just like kind of temper her expectations and like 
you know, f- you know, find out, feel out her way in the superhero world. Yeah. And like L- Lunella Lafayette is just always it, it has has the same feeling. Like getting her in in a comic with like a Tony Stark or Reed Richards is very funny, just because of the like who is going to be the smartest person in this room of it all. Um, and, and yeah, and Devil Dinosaur is always fun to see pop up. I just, yeah. You know, one of my favorite Jack Kirby creations. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, it's interesting because Kamala Khan also appeared in Amazing Spider-Man number seven. Hmm. Um, this is not my pick, but I mean, I'll just talk about it real quick. But yeah. um, Amazing Spider-Man number seven, the art weirdly better. I'm not a fan of JRJR. Uh, his hmm. art is hit or miss. But lately he's been uh, he's been pretty good um, on Amazing Spider-Man, which is weird because the writing has been bad on Amazing Spider-Man. But now they've both kind of reached this level of like, okay, they're both pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. But like the premise of this issue is that like the Vulture's granddaughter, Starling, um, tells Adrian Toomes that he she can't, she's not going to turn him into the police, but like she can't hang out with him um, because mm-hmm. he's a murderer. And she didn't know he was a murderer until Spider-Man told her. But I think she... It was it was a Miles issue. I think she's talking about Miles. Mm. But mm. Adrian Toomes is like, I'm going to kill Spider-Man. And he goes after Peter Parker. Um, sure. at, the, at the same time, P- Norman Osborn's good. And so he invites Peter to Osborn or Oscorp. Um, and Kamala is an intern there. Hmm. I don't know whether right. that's ever been stated uh, mm. before. But, yeah, I mean, and that's that's interesting. Like, sure, like, why not? Like, like Kamala is, you know, she she's smart. Like, yeah. like she's you know, she's like they would make sense. Yeah, I am interested because I know I remember seeing in a solicit a little while ago about the upcoming like Golden Goblin uh, thing that's going to happen with the uh, the like Spider-Man like Dark Web event that they're gearing up for. That apparently there's going to be like it, part of like the like spinoff like miniseries within it is going to focus on. Norman Osborn having been ostensibly like reborn and like cleared of his since past literally yeah. um is now going to make a go of it as a hero as as trying to retake the goblin mantle but make it a heroic thing so be the golden goblin um it looks interesting it's a it's it's a choice to do with this character uh it is interesting it's also interesting that in this next issue spider-man has like energy pumpkin bomb kind of things and mm-hmm. then he's riding on a spider glider mm-hmm. and i'm yeah, like i think i think <clears throat> okay i mean it, it it kind of makes sense because i know I've, I've read the first issue or two of this new amazing spider-man run um and kind of seeing this like v- once again very down on his luck peter parker having to kind of build himself back up it would kind of make sense if we're going to have norman trying to play the role of an ally now to like be the person who helps to outfit him to be like hey i can give you like tech that you might that might be useful to you in fighting crime yeah yeah the spider bombs are terrifying by the way that is an absolute nightmare what are the the like spider-man pumpkin bombs are full of like the little nano spider bots absolutely oh. terrifying just just the idea of like throwing a pumpkin bomb at a dude and just having to be covered in spiders um that reminds me of spider-man unlimited the the cartoon Mm -hmm. where his suit Mm -hmm. comes on because like little nanobots roll over him and it like zooms Mm -hmm. in and they're just like mites 
that just like crawl yeah. over him and become his suit and i'm like this is gross i can't do this this is <laughs> awful um um I'm I'm gonna bite the bullet and I'm gonna say eight billion genies number four is my pick of the week because we gotta talk mm. about it. Um, it's so good. We've we've been it's dancing so around it, you know, uh, since the 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 episode started. Uh, we got to get to it. Eight billion genies number four had a great twist, and I knew that some sort of twist would come up because that guy was sus. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. from the first instant that he made that wish. Just no yeah. no hesitation. Right. Mm-hmm. Someone off. Right. And so now we're four months into it, into the wish. Mm-hmm. We don't know how many people are alive on Earth yet. We I think we 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 do right there's now because there page. is there is there is a there is a page that there's shows a that I think there's it's like a billion. There's it's 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 a little over a billion that are yeah. left. Is there and really? about okay. and about and a little under half a million genies are left. Yeah. Okay. Um and a lot of, uh, you know, it's the age of the supers or what What do they call it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the age yeah. of the powers. Yeah. The power, yeah, the power cycle. Yeah. I, you know, I thought it was pretty interesting that they talked about the age of the power cycle. And um, they talked about how essentially uh, when people wish to be superheroes, that's a full of like wishing to be a god. And I thought that was an interesting comparison because it's it's true. Mm-hmm. That's what they are. Yeah. Um, it's. Oh, I it's like I I there was a moment in this issue where I'm like, do I laugh? Do I cry? Because like when he when when um what's the kid's name? I forget the kid's name. Um, who becomes a superhero? Oh, you mean uh the is the superhero? He's Sun Man. Yeah. Sun Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, both ways. Yeah. The, I think his name is Richie. Okay, Richie. Um, when his friend gets mangled. Oh, oh my god. god! I know what you're yeah. talking. I know what he's like. About. I don't know uh, what I uh, like. He what? I forget what he says. He's like, he's. He, I, I shouldn't have to deal with this. I'm 12 years old. I'm only 12. Yeah. And then yeah. and then the guy getting mangled is like, haha! I'm 11. And then literally, it's uh mm-hmm. so sad. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Damn. Um, but like, ah, it's so interesting. I. Okay, there's there's two big parts in this thing. One is, uh, well, Captain Comics Rex says this book was fun. I wish it was a reboot of the old Mark. Oh no, no, that's what he was saying earlier. I was like, this doesn't make sense to eight right. billion eight billion genies. Uh, but Captain Comics Rex says uh, the Miss Marvel and Wolverine one was fun. He wishes it was a reboot of the old Marvel team up book with Miss Marvel mm-hmm. in the lead mm-hmm. instead of I'm that would be that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, just any of the champions would be so good. Just like teaming up with like the younger with the older is just cool dynamic mm-hmm. that that was the other uh kind of like a, a, another reason that the only reason i wish it wasn't like a kind of like pair team up hopping series is that there is also a moment where she's like oh that's cyclops but it isn't the cyclops that i was on the champions with right. because it cool. it's a time displaced version of him so he doesn't he knows who i am but he doesn't have any like actual history with me. He does though. I mean, his younger that's, self, mm-hmm. right? That's how they solved. That's how they solved the time travel problem. Problem. What What did she say in the thing? Because that's interesting. Well, okay, yeah, yeah, well she, she just said she just says like, oh, it's 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 the you know time displaced like, like, like it's Cyclops, but not the Cyclops that like I was on the Champions yeah. with. It was like that was like the younger time displaced version of him. Yeah, and it's like and it's there's like a there's like a panel where it's like a half a second where he like does he like 
have memories of his Champions days, or is he just like surprised to see Miss Marvel outside mm. the treehouse? It's hard yeah. to say. My understanding I, yeah. is they do have memories of their younger selves, um, mm-hmm. which is why Iceman, adult Iceman, is still out mm-hmm. because the young Iceman was outed by Jean Grey. But then if he went back in time and got his mind erased, whatever. Anyway, it's super weird. But the way I think they did it was they sent the young X-Men back to when they got taken out of the timeline. They Mm -hmm. erased their mind with the caveat that once they got to the current point in in the timeline, they would awake. Yeah, they would awaken their memories. So Cyclops has had a couple of stories where he goes back to the champions, but it's Mm -hmm. weird. Because it's mm-hmm. an adult man hanging out with kids, even though he was mm-hmm. a kid hanging out with them. Uh, what are you gonna yep. do? What are you gonna do? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, 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 back to uh, sorry, uh, eight billion genius. Uh, yeah. uh, is two twists. One is that it's happened before, and that that bartender was the final mm-hmm. genie, the final yeah. genie, right? The last, Maybe yeah, the final the last wish, genie. yeah. Mm-hmm. The final genie gets to be reborn as a human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess just every time a world or the earth, I don't know if it's different each time, but every time the mm-hmm. world gets too full, like around 8 billion, they just end it with wishes. Yeah. So weird. Mm-hmm. There's too yeah, much hope. Apocalypse. Too many dreams. Yep. Too That's much hope. Too many dreams, I... not enough people. Yeah. So yeah. interesting to be. Yeah. I think it's I think it's like, yeah, there's too much hope and not enough resources for those hopes to come true, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but the way they predict things is like we always do the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like it there's always, always it always tends to happen in cycles. Yeah, yeah. The craziest thing, and I want to know your guys' thoughts, is that final page with the guy that comes out. There, basically, yeah. they set it up that the idea man, the planners. Yeah, the idea men. Um, this is the next stage. Is their yeah calculations. Little safe zones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting too, because it will also be like again, the thing that I have also liked is like the like way that we've seen like the time progress. Yeah. With each issue. Like this Love this it. next issue I think is gonna cover the first eight months. So cool. Of of it of it of it happening. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I, I I like that notion too of it like pointing out being like, yeah, like the people who wished for like I wish I had a billion dollars or I wish I could, you know, have like wealth or like fame or anything. It's like, it doesn't mean anything because right. it's a completely different world right. and everyone wished for that kind of stuff. Um, and it's like, yeah, it's like, it was like the people who like had like plans like this, who had like contingencies or had ideas similar to wills. Uh, it's like, this yeah. is, these are the, the this is going to be the, the, like their next cycle is like all about them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see. What I thought was interesting is that guy, that idea guy, still has his genie. Mm-hmm. What? That is a really good point. But also, why was his suit made out of genie materials? Like was it? Was it? Made, his suit was glowing like a genie. It looked. It, it was. It was very. It was a very magical looking suit. The That's way- really interesting, though. Yeah, he does have his genie, so he didn't. He didn't make that. No. I wonder he, if he manipulated people. He manipulates people. That's what I. Yeah. What I figure he does. He is. I guess a smart guy or a charismatic guy to the point where the community listens to his ideas mm-hmm. on what their wishes should be. Right. And only through yeah, these well, multiple it's... wishes can you create this safe zone right. and plan for the future. 
and it's interesting too because like also looking at it like the only like we we can't see a lot of people in within that domed enclosure that apparently he helped come up with but it is interesting because the two people we do see in the background yeah. also still have their genies they so do. it's 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 very clearly like whoever the ideal man is whether he is also another genie whether he is like there's something else yeah he has definitely has a genie suit he is wearing yeah um was very clearly somebody who who had very meticulously thought out like here's what i would do if, if, if this exact scenario ever happened right. um it's like if lex luther got one wish hmm. knowing that other people had wishes yeah um, i could see that he wouldn't wish for something right away Right. Mm-hmm. But he'd have to be protected by whatever's happening. So I think it's in issue two or whatever. The president of the United States mm, yeah. forces his secretary general, I think it is, he to does. make a wish like on America's behalf. Right. So I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of it's like that. Yeah, probably. It's, 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 it's definitely a strategic use of and probably like figuring out like kind of like how like the best like way to utilize the wishes so that there will still be enough left over to cover contingencies as they happen, but you can get a solid enough baseline, like whatever magic dome that they, they're, they're currently living under, yeah. to ride it out and wait and see what happens, and then like go from there. Like Let, let the wreckage settle a bit, and yeah. then get out. Yeah, but in the end, there's going to be one, right? That's what they yeah, said. Exactly. There's one, final one, wish. one person will make the final wish. And then their genie becomes human for the next time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One person gets the final wish. What would the final mm-hmm. wish be? Like It'd what? be something so small. But what yeah, would it be it, if it, you're the it, last it, person it, it, left? To restart? Would you know you're the last person? But see, but that, that's that's the trick. Like you you would also think, A, would you know you're the last person? But also as as you were about to say, Dimitri, like to restart, but it's like you know, or at least if you're in the bar with Will, right. you now know that once humanity hits a certain capacity, the genies just appear, and so you right. basically be like starting the whole cycle over again, yeah. uh, to to like jump, try to jumpstart like to that point. So then then it, yeah, then it becomes that question of like, do you like do you try to restart? Do you try to just like adapt and move forward the way that some other people have been? um yeah it's 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 just a really this is a really good series with like a lot of good like i also liked how they handled the remnants um yeah that was how they cool. like how they kind of went went through the usual genie like can't bring anyone back to life it's like well you can they're not technically the person that you knew they're a different version of them but they yeah. all still have their same thoughts and memories and everything and also once the person who wished them back to life dies they have a very short amount of time until they also eventually kind of poof yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. I feel like I, that's going to be a plot point. Not mm-hmm. not that the kid is going to... No, wait, the kid didn't make the wish. The dad made yeah, the wish. It was the dad. I mm-hmm. figure at some... I don't think it's going to be, oh, the dad makes a wish and then they have to like say goodbye to the mom as she disappears. I think there's going to be a more involved plot line in which she can affect things while she like her countdown clock is ticking. I'm not quite sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I feel I, like it's going to come into play. I have a couple questions about the series. The first one being, did you notice that pregnant woman had a little unborn genie over her mm-hmm. tummy? I thought yeah, that was because, so interesting. Because I think I think it was because because she was pregnant when G Day happened, when everybody got their genies. Every like 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 every I guess I guess because the baby was already like coming along. Right. 
that it also got a genie or we also technically have not seen any other characters like be born in the world yet maybe now it's also if a, if a new person until right. the cycle is like fully completed it might be even that every time a new person is born they also get a genie i uh, yeah i do wonder about that too her genie the, was also pregnant the genies are pregnant mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um i feel like there's a reason why we're skipping forward months and not years mm-hmm. it has to be counted well, down to to a I mean, we're four months in, but the first two issues were in like five hours, right? Like, well, the, the, first, the first issue was the first, the first, yeah, the first issue was the first eight minutes. Yeah. The second issue was the first eight hours. The third yeah. issue was the first eight days. And the oh. fourth issue was the first eight weeks. I didn't realize there was a thing like that because it's eight yeah, yeah. billion mm-hmm. genies. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, this, okay. Yeah. I really like how they set that up. I also wonder will the earth have to be reset or will there, will the people in the survivor just live on? will there be a reason I, I think it's gonna i think that's gonna be up to whoever gets the last couple of wishes is or do you have to million. wish for a reset or does it reset de- by default or maybe it already maybe it already did reset you know what i'm saying like this is the new civilization and they're gonna eventually get back to eight billion genies but then they would pass down the knowledge of the genies to their generation yeah they don't pass down so that the doesn't knowledge. make sense yeah, kind of, yeah. they said know. in the past it was a it was a in the past it was um they wish to be gods right which means in the past mm-hmm. it's not like an alternate timeline because superheroes would have still existed roughly right so well, i don't know we don't, and we don't, yeah I, maybe they're different worlds completely different planets yeah so there's a lot know, going on here there is so so many questions i personally don't believe that new people who are going to be born are going to get genies but it'd be interesting if they did but i for some reason just don't yeah, I don't believe that. I'm gonna, I'm I'm throwing out a a, a twist. Okay, mm-hmm. there's some greedy guy who wants to be the final wish when he when he well, this idea guy, right? He he's gonna know that like oh he's gonna find out that like if he lives till the end he gets that like whatever it, you know he has to be special, right? Uh, but the pregnant woman will be dying, and then give birth, and he won't be the last person. And then be killed, and then the baby gets the final wish. Boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awkward. Well, it's, it's interesting too because, like, like the other thing I, I really much think about it too is like how, yeah, with every issue we get to build more on like what the rules are with these yeah. wishes because, like, when um when the, when the the husband of the pregnant woman uh, finally met up with the guy in the lamplighter in that you that was crazy have to meet um. Like he completely blew him away, and apparently, if if you die with a wish still unspent, it just goes poof. It's yeah. Gone. yeah, it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't transfer over. Like it doesn't. Like which, which is good because I would also probably be chaos if it's just like yeah, yeah. If you kill somebody, you get their wish. It's they like hunt each other for genius. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, I'm seeing. I'm like thinking about like so many different like where could the storylines go and whatever. And we're gonna also see a Netflix series. This is going to be a Netflix series. I thought it was Amazon. Oh, was it Amazon? Amazon. Okay. So that's because Amazon. Oh yeah. Amazon has a deal with image. Some people say that Amazon, Amazon will buy image comics. Interesting. Somebody came up with that theory. It's possible. So I've been thinking a lot about how Amazon picked them up. So I just finished Sandman, which I loved. I'm not going to say anything about it, but I will say that like, I looked up, I, I thought it was great. And I was like, great team of creatives. And it has a lot of team overlapping with, uh, 
like Shadow and Bone, which I really like mm-hmm. Shadow and Bone. So I was like, this is like the Netflix universe of this quality and this directing style is just so good. And I was thinking about the team that would, um, you know, produce it, direct it, write it for Amazon. I was like, maybe it'd be a similar team to the boys on Amazon. I feel like they could I capture think, those I think vibes. So. Yeah. I, I, I think I think I think the team behind the boys would be a good pick for a billion genies just because, you know, yeah, like it, it's just with like the bonkers things right. happening, even in the background, like beyond just the stuff happening in the regular story. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Paper Girls yet, but I'm excited to yeah. see that. Is Paper Girls on Amazon? Yeah, mm-hmm. I've heard good things. Was I it an image comic? It was. Yeah. Damn. Probably Amazon first, is like. First wave. I think it's the first. Was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just the beginning, I assume. Amazon is doing all the image comic stuff. Um, it's only a matter of time till we get Radiant Black. That'd oh, cool. I know that whole the whole supermassive that is gonna be so such a cool universe to see. I mean, if they, I, I, you know, in the comics, they're like, you know, creating the new series and stuff. Radiant Black, Radiant yeah. Red, you know, supermassive was the crossover event, mm-hmm. but then they have Inferno Girl and. Mm-hmm some other thing i forget i forget but i'm sure they're like trying to create a new connected universe that amazon can have i'm sure also i I gotta run to the bathroom real quick but please keep going yeah uh sammy i want to know uh uh what else you read this week um okay so i talked about a billion genies a bit Mm -hmm. it's marvel and wolverine deceased war of the undead gods i was that was good um i've read Captain Carter issue five. I think that was the last one in this storyline in this run. Have you read any any of Captain Carter? I'm not interested in Captain Carter. I honestly, I'm not a I'm not a big fan. It's not so much. Uh, there's been some controversy with Captain Carter and everything, and it's not so much that. I mean, that doesn't leave a good taste in my mouth. But I'm just not interested. And I also maybe an offshoot of the controversy is. I think that it's interesting once once Marvel started pushing Sam Wilson as Captain America, they also pushed Peggy as Captain Carter. Like Captain Carter wasn't anywhere until mm. like Sam Wilson's getting pushed as Captain America in the MCU. You know what I mean? What, right. What's a controversy? Um, so uh there are different like uh Jewish TikTok creators that um. would be able to explain it better than me. Okay. But that essentially, like Peggy in the MCU, um, is like a Nazi sympathizer. Oh um, man! Because Peggy hired Nazis for Shield, and mm. like you know, so so on and so forth. And so uh, yeah, they'd be yeah. able to explain it a little bit better. Than that me. makes that but, makes sense. Uh, yeah. Oh, you haven't. You weren't. <laughs> oh man, you weren't. You didn't see the the little controversy with uh, a certain TikTok creator. No, I don't really. Really, um, there's not, a lot of drama oh i don't really i'm not in the loop about anything but the captain carter thing i you know that makes sense um yeah makes sense the comics are okay to be the, honest yeah she's They're, in the comics she's different but like yeah i mean i like this comic version of her just fine i mean but like uh, honestly it's kind of it's kind of got boring and they're like boring? vampire it was fu- it was perfectly fine um there are vampires in it that was really weirdly random i thought it was a little bit too predictable I didn't hate it though. I was like Captain America plus like spy qualities, but knowing that she's like that makes me very not interested in the character anymore, to be the, honest. The MCU, the MCU, that's like mostly the MCU version. I don't know if people have thoughts about the comic book version in the same way, right. 
but um the mcu version is kind of like uh that um i'm not really interested in peggy i'm interested in sharon carter a lot of um, people i've heard a lot of people say they like sharon carter a lot i like sharon carter a lot the most interesting i thought peggy has been is in this week's issue of captain america sentinel of liberty oh um and and you didn't read that one right Mm-mm. okay so i read uh where did i did i oh here it is um so basically what's happening right now is it's okay so there's two series of captain america there's captain america symbol of truth which is um yeah symbol of truth yeah which is sam wilson's captain america book and mm-hmm. then there's steve rogers captain america book sentinel of liberty and so they're both on different adventures and the books have mm-hmm. a slightly different feel but they're like really good books both of them um this one has steve um coming across like a secret society that made his shield interesting and like there, there's a a backstory to it and then there's this like robot adaptoid that he's fighting on the cover here um and like bucky is bucky's on his own adventure in this trying to track down what's going on with the secret society and mm-hmm. then steve is doing most of the fighting so there's kind of like a two-pronged mm-hmm. thing yeah. but bucky is one of the only people who knows that Peggy is still alive in current time. Steve doesn't know. Like as an old lady? No, as a young, unaged lady. How? Because she supposedly died back in the past. I don't know. I don't know how she, I don't know the story behind it, but they have like, they are talking at a table and both of them have guns pointed at each other underneath the table. Classic like action movie style. Um, But basically Bucky's like, haven't you noticed that everything good you've done ends up be opening more bad things for other people? And then like, he, he's like, are you in on it? Do you know that like you enter in a country and you, and you stop them from using nuclear parts, but the nuclear parts end up in the wrong hands. Are you part of this whole conspiracy? He's saying this to Peggy. Yeah. Okay. And, and so Peggy's like, she's uh you know she's like if what you're saying is true i'll figure it out i don't need your help and then they like fight and whatever and like that was super interesting so um i don't know i think uh understandable if you like captain carter captain carter is an alternate universe right yeah i liked her for a bit but um i'm not surprised like there's something slightly off about the character yeah that really i don't know but knowing that I could live without it. You know, the yeah. story was completely okay. I think Captain America, the two Captain America books right now are pretty good. I, and they cool. just started. I think both of them had three or three issues in. That's cool. Um, there's a Captain America issue number zero that they both are in. And then they split off to their respective issues of one, two, and three. Um, and so uh, if you're looking for something to hop on, I, I definitely think... Uh, I'll look into it. Good. Yeah. I've never read any Captain America at all. I was like, Captain Carter is cool because like I she had a show and I watched a little bit of it. And yeah. like oh Agent I Carter, like, yeah. Yeah, and I really liked her multiverse. Um but yeah, I don't know. The more the series went on, the less interest I was, honestly. And yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just thinking about that, what you just told me earlier. And yeah, I never really thought about that, but that she did do that. That's pretty messed yeah. up. And so yeah. I don't, know, it, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that. It's supposed to mirror real history where. Right, because people did do that, right? People. The American government yeah. wasn't anti Nazi. 
they were just anti anti America. Right. You know, like so the, the, a lot of Nazis came to America, started whole lives, had families, worked for the US government. Right. As long as they could help us get to the moon. Um and on the right. opposite side, a lot of Nazis went and worked for the Russians. So they were it was like a, another, you know, the Cold War was Nazis on both sides. Yeah. Um I don't know much about it, but I'm going to look into it. Thank you for telling me about yeah. the stuff. I'm going to try to find creators who could explain it to me on yeah. TikTok. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll, I'll send you I'll send you some some um, recommendations. Um, Captain America Central Liberty number three was really good. Um, um, did you read? You didn't read Giant Size Gwen Stacy number one because it didn't come out this week? I did. I, did. I didn't see it in my comic book shop. It could have been there, but I just, I couldn't find it. I wonder what it's, I wonder what it's about. I have no idea other than I love Gwen Stacy. I do. Yeah, she's cool. I like her too. But I don't know what to expect whenever I get Gwen Stacy because I'm like, she's been dead for so long. What oh, has she? Oh, did you not know? I know she died in the Spider-Man and Andrew Garfield movies. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so Gwen Stacy really only lived for a little bit into Peter Parker in college. Hmm. So Peter Parker mm-hmm. would have been what, 19 or 20? That's really sad. Like, and it, and it, yeah, it's it's wild because like when you look at like like Spider-Gwen. Yes, is a is a Gwen Stacy. Yeah. But she is not the Gwen Stacy from the main universe. So yeah, yeah. Gwen Stacy has just been like straight up dead yeah. for at least 40 or 50 years now. Right. Damn. Right. And Gwen, yeah, I, I love Gwen. And I think the redeeming factor about Amazing Spider-Man, the Amazing Spider-Man movies, is Peter and Gwen's relationship. Because mm-hmm. you can't get there anywhere. And mm-hmm. like, that's why like, I, I showed my mom Amazing Spider-Man 1 the other day. And like, she liked it. My mom doesn't really like superhero stuff, but she can wrap her head around Spider-Man. Spider-Man's fairly easy. Uh, Batman too, you know. Uh, but when you get to Superman and and like really big powers and weird stuff and X Men and stuff, she's not really a big fan. But I'm trying. I want to get her. I want to watch Amazing Spider Man too. Even though a lot of people complain about it, I like it. I'm fine with it. I think Gwen Stacy and and Peter in that, it's worth the payoff. I I. Sadly enough, I want my mom to cry. <laughs> watch because she will cry. She will cry when Gwen dies. And she doesn't know that Gwen dies. I haven't told her. I'm going to watch it, though. <laughs> Am I a horrible son? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. My yeah. mom My mom cried <laughs> for kidding. Uncle Ben. I'm just kidding. I, my mom cried for Uncle Ben back in 2002. 2002? That was sad. That 2000, was sad. When, when mm-hmm. we watched it in theaters, she cried yeah. then. So yeah. <laughs> it's 20-something years later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Justin, you got a you got one that you read? Yeah, uh, I read uh, Judgment Day number two. Okay, yeah. Um, how are you uh, liking it? I'm really, I'm really interested because it it feels it feels in the best way. Like Kieran Gillen is just messing with everybody, and I I really enjoy that because it's like, okay, here's the end of Judgment Day one. We're basically just going to show how the X-Men have just been thoroughly dog-walked by the Eternals 
in basically almost every conceivable sense. Like their resurrection protocols are offline. Everyone on Earth is cheering for the Eternals to stop them. So many of the mutants on Arrakko were killed within an hour by Thanos. Ninety-five percent, right? It, it, it was it was it was it was ninety-eight percent in a fifty-mile radius. So not all of them necessarily, but a lot of them. Enough that he can um, get what? What do you have? An hour? Was that what it was? Yep. He had he had an hour and he did it. I think in about a little under because he was just he was. We don't know how long he was just sitting there like assembling bones. Like he, he could have been there for a little while. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then, and then just unleashing these, the giant Hex Eternals. On what Krakoa are the Hex just, Eternals? I can't follow this book. I, I, I like it, but I'm also, I'm not liking it. So I don't the, like the Eternals. The, 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 the Hex, I, I will say this, you, you ought to read the Kieran Gillen, Asad Ribic Eternals book that wrapped because. The one that ha just happened right now? Mm -hmm. yeah, I didn't get the, to the finish most, it. Recent one. I didn't get to finish, but it's, I liked it. But I didn't get to finish it. It's it's really good. I, I, it changed. It, it turned me around on the Eternals. To be quite yeah. honest, I was like, oh, I like I like this version of the Eternals. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But and and to have it be like, okay, that's where the X Men are, and we're gonna give you like two tie-in issues to kind of see some of the other perspectives of what's happening in this exact moment, and then we're gonna get right back to it and show just like. It's okay. We got a plan. We're just going to make a new God and he's going to tell everyone to stop and then everything will be cool. And then they make that new God and it's like, Hey, everybody, uh, good news, bad news time. You have 24 hours to justify your existence or I'm going to wipe everything off the place of the earth. So good yeah. luck. That's it's cool. I just, I don't know. I don't know what I want from this because honestly, I would rather have had an X, X Men versus Avengers. Number two. See, I wouldn't have, and that's why I'm very much enjoying this, is because of of how, for the moment, and I'm sure you know, looking down the pipeline of like the the reading the the come up with the reading order of it, that the Avengers will be more and more brought in as part of it, and I'm very interested in seeing the like condensing of time, as I'm sure has to happen, given that like the the last issue was slated to come out like the first week of November, um, and so of like all the other of like how they're going to get out of it because I I, I kind of want to I kind of want to see them just constantly jumping from one fire to another of just like <laughs> this is the solution now now we have to find out with a way to like kill a god and like how how are we going to do this how are we going to like stop this thing it's like what what did we do last time this happened how did we stop it last time yeah i the only re look if this was an avengers eternals crossover and it, there wasn't x men I don't, I, I would, I would have pieced out by now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, for sure. Because the best stuff about this tie-in or this crossover is X-Men Red and Immortal X-Men. Mm -hmm. Like, because mm -hmm. they've been tying in. That's great. But yeah. my love for X-Men is here. Avengers is here. Still good. And then mm -hmm. Eternals is here. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and you said, it, and, and and I get that. That's why, like, I'm 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 interested because, like, with with the ending of Judgment Day two, it has left me with that, like, what what is going to happen? Like, yeah. what literally what is going to happen next? If it to 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 see it like escalate like that quickly, like, and issue issue two of the main, like, I think there's gonna be like six issues, and then an Omega at the end of it, and like you know numerous little like tie-ins. Like, now I'm yeah. like really interested in seeing like. 
what all what all is going to how how is it now and see now like now the staggering of it being like we're gonna save the non X Men tie ins until like after the first month and now that makes sense because now it's like now it's the entire world's problem now it's not just the X Men and the Eternals are fighting and the Avengers are kind of in the middle trying to like ref it out it's like everyone's problem now I, I I've said it on on many occasions I'm Team X Men. Fuck the Avengers. They're never around when you need them. You're Team X-Men? Yeah. Whoa, I had no idea. <laughs> I'm just like, Avengers are never there. They're just never there when you need them. When, and, you're, and when that, your school was, buses explode, they're not there. They're a very big picture. X-Men's more like for the neighborhood, based off what mm -hmm. I understand. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a certain and, neighborhood. And that's, that's also a point. That's also a point that like Cyclops makes to Captain America to Steve Rogers, Captain America in this issue. Yeah, is because Steve Rogers is like offended that nobody from the mutant X Men called the Avengers to tell them that they had solved like the, the whole death thing. Yeah, and Cyclops is like, why would we? Like yeah. literally, like historically speaking, yeah. you've never had our backs. Why would we tell you about this? Emma Frost says the same thing to Tony Stark in Civil War, where Tony Stark is like, hey. Can the mutants join our side in Civil War? And she's like, "Where mm. were you when our children were burning?" Damn. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was to. That was to Captain Marvel. That was to to Carol Danvers. Was it? Because, it wasn't to Tony. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It wasn't okay. Tony. It was. It was Carol Danvers because Carol Danvers has history with the X Men because of a, of like the extended period of time mm -hmm. where she was technically like sort of trapped in Rogue's body. Oh yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Which is how Rogue got her powers, like the the standard powers week the first time. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, and so, like, and so she comes to it, and Emma, and she's like, hey, hey, we're, we're doing the Civil War thing right now. We would really use, we really appreciate if, <laughs> if the X-Men could help pick a side. Yeah. And, and Emma Frost just, like, here's a quick psychic projection of the mass graves of the 300, of, like, the, like, millions of mutant children who were just not too long ago burned to a crisp on Genosha. Yeah. Where were you guys when we were dealing with that? It's yeah. like, you guys can figure this out. We're going to be here. Yeah. They got point it's, though, it's, honestly. It's yeah. It is. It's a good point. People it's, just it's let all these X-Men die. I mean, they let all these mutants die. It's, it's pretty messed up. That's the thing. Avengers are like cops for a white neighborhood, you know? Yeah. Like, that makes sense. There's there's it's a difference. They they they're just coming mm -hmm. over to the mutant side just to start trouble, you know? Mm -hmm. Not really appreciated. Yeah. Um, there, there's sucks. a lot of problems. Um yeah, sounds like it. Well, then I'm team X-Men. They, yeah, I like yeah you, you've been team x-men even when you ah. didn't you know, yeah i like x-men evolution yeah and I mean, you know right. yeah i mean yeah. i was a kid i mean obviously yeah. as an adult i'm like they aren't great yeah they're not but... as good as i remembered them yeah as a kid i wanted to be an x-men so badly i just was like they have like each other you know i i wrote yeah. i wrote uh i wrote a book when i was a kid a fan fiction of me and my friends being x-men oh my god i i i did that too i created like my own x-men character that oh, yeah? existed mm -hmm. in the x-men evolution universe she, her name was mm -hmm. bluebird and she had Ooh. very similar powers to like green lanterns but it was like blue energy mm -hmm. and it was wow. just her yeah I like that you should yeah. uh have you heard of yeah. argent from from teen titans mm -hmm. argent no, has so. that she's I a short-lived short-lived kind of titans character she's still around i guess but rarely pops up um really quick as as uh we go through everything let's just say we have 10 minutes to to run through all the other books that we read mm -hmm. real quick and give just kind of short short little blurbs um yeah. 
I'm going to just read out some titles and uh, I want to know like quick thoughts. How was Dark Crisis World Without a Justice League Green Lantern number one? Um, I felt like I was missing <laughs> part of the story. I feel like I was just like jumped into a story that I didn't yeah. quite understand. So the actual like plot line, I just was not connected to, nor did I really understand what was happening. But I love Jon Stewart so much. Mm. And just like, have you guys read it? I haven't read it. Okay, so do you mind if I talk about it just yeah. a little bit? Uh, it, I, I don't know what's going on, but um, he's the Guardian now. Um, mm. He looks amazing. He's so cool. And he's kind of kind of retired. And he's like staying on a farm with his mom and his sister. Who, his sister died, I guess, as a kid. And he like brought her back, but like she's stuck as a kid, but also she's actually the battery to the Green Lanterns. Oh. It seems like Buffy the Vampire Slayer stuff, like with Buffy's sister, but um, but I like to see him interact with his family. And I just love Jon Stewart. So like of course, like I every single scene he was in, just him though, not as a Green Lantern, I really liked, but I, I just didn't know anything that was like going on. There was like uh I don't the know Justice League is it. dead. Jon Stewart <clears throat> included. Yeah. Don Stewart's not dead. He's alive. I don't know how this is uh, like. He's literally the. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's it. Yeah, it was it was Black it. Adam was the only survivor because they went to go fight like Darkseid and his evil army. And yeah. everyone else basically got just wiped. And so. I don't Black understand. Adam's the only one. So that's. Oh. So uh, is, this is like part of like the tie in series for Dark Crisis where like because they did. Superman, Tom King did a Superman book, which I heard was was good. I, I, I gotta go back and reread this. Um, but I know, yeah, I know that they're doing one for like each of like the main like original, like core Justice League members. Mm. Like they're doing Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, and then they're doing um, Green Arrow and Black Canary as well. Mm. Um, I'm the, I don't the, know what's going on. The in blurb story. in the beginning <laughs> of the book, I have it in front of me. The blurb in the beginning of the book sums it up. Basically, I'll, I'll just paraphrase. It says the Justice League has fallen in an epic battle, blah, blah, blah. They died to defend the multiverse. Um, or oh, I they, missed that part. Or are they dead? Yeah, <laughs> you, this would have... This would, I thought it was an ad. It does look like an ad. You're right. You're right. Um, uh, basically, it's needing power to fuel his deadly machinations. Pariah has imprisoned the essence of each Justice League member on custom-made worlds using his ever-growing dark abilities. Each world has been created from the innermost hopes of the Justice League. Interesting. Uh, what Pariah intends to do with these worlds is a mystery. Welcome to Worlds Without a Justice League. And so that's why it's like an alternate kind of timeline. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That would explain it. He looks so cool. I love Jon Stewart, but I was very confused. What is that? I mean, like, honestly. It looks like a <laughs> guardian. Oh, oh. Looks like oh, a dark side. Yeah, it looks like a guardian. Like, yeah, it looks yeah. like a, I also thought it looked like a guardian. It has a big head. Kind of yeah. like a I think it, I think black it, I think lantern. Yeah. Yeah. And the and yeah, and they're with um what's it called? Santa Guardians here? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't understand mm -hmm. why or what's happening, but um, you know, I, I like Jon Stewart. This is yeah. definitely a book that if you're reading everything, then you read it. Or if you're a kid and your mom gives you five bucks to spend in the comic shop, and you spent wrong, you'll force yourself to understand the one <laughs> book that you got to buy. Me as a child. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how I had I, I, One of my first comic books that I bought, it was from a grocery store. It was a Fantastic Four book mm. where Ben Grimm got to turn into a human. It was back in mm -hmm. the early 2000s, I think. That's cool. Mm -hmm. And like, I was like, I didn't understand. I was like, how does he do... 
how does this I don't get it I relate yeah I had Portuguese comic books when I was a kid oh yeah I didn't really know how to read them <laughs> I was just like there there's this little series in Brazil I it's translated to like Monica's gang Monica's friends mm. and mm. it's like it's kind of like the Charlie it's like in Charlie Brown style but they like rebooted it yeah and, and made them into like teenage superheroes for some reason and I, I thought it was the coolest thing ever i think monica friends would be the the portuguese translation for friends <laughs> like they I have get it. the the tv show friends mm. like there's a character named monica oh yeah, yeah like they're just like oh we're gonna focus this show is called monica's friends and yeah. like she's i mean it's true friend, you know <laughs> i'm gonna look up a picture <laughs> is it like a little uh little um little lola monica's gang in english oh. there's a character called sebulina he has little spiky hairs and it's mm. it means green onion lil lulu <laughs> is that what i'm thinking of that, that's that's one of them lil i was thinking about lil lulu that's what i was thinking mm -hmm. of. yeah um talking about an old outdated comic all right <laughs> um okay so that was dark crisis uh hmm. um What do we got, Justin? Uh, Jurassic League number four. You got quick thoughts on it? Yes. Yes. Uh, well, for one thing, I'm, I'm just very much loving this. It is it is one of those things that, like, again, like I am I am a season ticket holder for Daniel Warren Johnson. Anytime I see his name in a book, I'm going to read it because it's going to be great. And I'm sure at some point it's going to make me cry. Um, and I, I just, again, I, and he, his, his art style is so, like, jagged and bombastic that it was, like, made for drawing dinosaurs yeah like his dinosaurs look great like buff um, human dinosaurs though yeah like buff well, he human drew dinosaurs. beta ray bill right he did that series yeah, exactly yeah um but yeah no drastically it's been, it's been really interesting uh so far just kind of like it, it, it's been like that it, it's it's like just on the side of like it's not fully a joke it's like to see like these like dinosaur versions of these like dc characters that are trying to come together and ostensibly fight dark side is is like is the, the who's the big villain of the thing has been revealed to be not super surprisingly yeah um i hate though, yeah, it, i hate dark side as the main villain for the justice league i don't yeah it, it i will say this is one of those instances where i'm willing to accept it because it is an alternate universe in which they're all dinosaur people yeah um and and so it, it's been very interesting it's been very funny watching kind of like the characterization like again like you you get to see baby like batman saurus uh parents getting killed by uh the joker zerd um and like it's it's the aquaman version like the aquaman dinosaur is very funny and very protective of all of its like ocean life yeah um it's 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 a really fun comic but it's also like it's very like the love for these for the characters and like stories like this is very evident in it yeah um it, it's not just like Oh, it's like a kitty jokey one-off thing. It's like no, it's like this is this is just a really fun mm. Justice League like you know Elseworld story. It reminds me of um of Batman Fortnite. The Batman Fortnite crossover book didn't have to mm -hmm. be that good, but it was. Oh my gosh, it was. Nice. It was super good, and you didn't yeah. like they didn't. It could have just capitalized off the Fortnite name, and like just like coasted right. Uh, because the spy. Mm -hmm. I think there was a Spider-Man one that did that. That just just mm -hmm. like whatever. It didn't. Yeah, it just didn't really. Yeah. yeah. That one coasted, but Batman soared. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. Batman soar. Fat, 
that's yeah. Jurassic League. Anyway, <laughs> um, okay, I've I've read the couple, first couple of issues of Jurassic League, and I I didn't read yeah. three or four, but I gotta I gotta mm. uh, uh, do that. Uh, really quick, Predator number one. If mm. you like just even the idea of the Predator, uh, it's a cool book, and it takes place in the future. And that's all you yeah. you got to know. If you're reading pr- or watching Prey, I'm halfway through it. Uh, the movie, uh, it's mm. really good. People I are loving. People are loving it. Mm. I'm watching the Comanche dub um, mm. because I'm like, but they dub it over in the original Comanche language, and then you have English subtitles, which that's cool. The enjoyment of the movie isn't better. I think I would have enjoyed it more with the English words, but I think as a, I was like, when do I ever get the chance to do this? And as a right. sign of respect, let's yeah. let's see how it goes. You know. I don't really know um, anything about this movie, but I like it. That sounds cool. Are you familiar with Predator? <laughs> Not really. Oh, okay. So but I saw. I know people are talking about the movie. And I know it looks really good. I want to watch it, but I, I don't won't know tell you watch what the, other stuff. I won't tell you what the movie is about. Technically, like I'll okay. tell you the premise. But basically, Predator is like an alien hunter that comes to Earth to hunt the greatest prey. So if you fight back, if you're if you're oh. so the original one was Arnold Schwarzenegger and a bunch of other buff dudes that die. So like hmm. he kills them, right? Cool. I like it. And you just have to beat <laughs> this alien hunter thing. Uh, but this mm-hmm. movie takes place in the past, in the 15 oh. or 1700s. Mm-hmm. And okay. it has to deal with a Native American tribe and the predator coming back then oh. to Earth. Yeah, the have- first the first the first predator to visit Earth. Oh, yeah. that's cool. So can I watch it without watching the others? Yeah. Yes. All right, I'm going to watch it. That sounds really cool. I'm going to be honest. I haven't seen the first Predator. I've seen the second Predator with Danny Glover, Mm -hmm. but I have not seen the first Predator. And it's in a different language. You can watch it. It it can be. Uh, Yeah, they they did a a dub of it entirely in the Comanche language. That's so cool. Um, Yeah. I would do that. That sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I like languages. I know Latin. I could read Latin a bit. Who are we talking about that knew Latin? (laughs) I'll get back to you on that. Somebody said they did, took my, it took like f- four years or five years of Latin. And we're like, I'm so, oh. I'm so out of practice. I could definitely read it less, but like yeah. at one point in my life, I could read Latin like pretty well. Yeah. Okay. You know, uh, simple stuff. Predator number one uh, is definitely worth jumping on if, if, if people like, like it's definitely, I feel like, cause it also has a female uh, uh, protagonist oh, in this I comic. Like um, I think it's for people who like prey. If you like That's Prey, cool. read Predator number one. You have a female protagonist in both. And um, not that I think that that should make a difference, but it does make a difference in a positive way. Some people would I say like a negative it. way, but it's not yeah. negative. It's positive. Reminds me of the people in my comments telling me that I hate men because I read girl comics. Ugh, girl comics. <laughs> well, they're like, they're what, dumb. you only read comics with girls? You don't like men? Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't like men? It's not like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we... Uh, <laughs> We got Punisher number five. That is very interesting. Basically, Punisher has been leading the hand. He's like the hand's messiah. And I think that's like Mm -hmm. super cool. That's been super cool. Um, But uh, any final thoughts um, on comics you guys have before we get out of here? Um, Ghost Rider Vengeance was pretty interesting. I Mm -hmm. thought it was cool to see a little bit of the history of Ghost Rider. I thought the whole tattoo premise was interesting. And I thought that guy Mm -hmm. had the tattoo artist had some really cool character design. So I don't know anything about Ghost Rider. This was my first time ever reading anything, and it was like kind of cool. Yeah, the cover looks yeah, sick. It, it's, yeah, yeah, it, it's 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 a really neat kind of like homage because it, it's 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 for I think like the 50th anniversary of mm. Ghost Rider being around. Um, so they wanted to kind of honor the various versions of the character that we've seen, and so it, it covers 
Interestingly, the only one that I know of that doesn't really cover is Kushala, the spirit writer, the one who was also the Sorcerer Supreme of her time, in addition to having the Spirit of Vengeance. Oh, um, damn. That's a, du- a double... Whoa. She's, she's, a, she's a rad character. She appears in Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer Supreme and has had a few solo appearances since then. She's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but interestingly, she's not part of it. I don't know why. I couldn't tell you, but they do fight. It's, they they feature like the the old like the Wild West, uh, the original like Ghost Rider. Yeah. Uh, obviously Johnny Blaze, Danny Ketch. Uh, we had Alexandra. Reyes. Whatever her name is, Alejandra. Mm-hmm. Alejandra was that her name? Alejandra. Yeah. yeah. I saw a girl. I liked her. She looked yeah. cool. Yeah. And and even uh, Ghost Rider twenty ninety nine gets a little love. As does. Oh, yeah. uh, there's a there's a brief cameo from Cosmic Ghost Rider even. Mm. Is um, it a one shot? So. Yeah, it's 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 a one off issue. It's it's. It's pretty straightforward. It's 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 it's. If you like Ghost Rider, you'll probably like this. If you don't know who Ghost Rider is, it's a good primer just to kind of like give you an idea of what the character is like. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, was there anything else that we 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 didn't touch on, or you guys feel good? I think that was everything uh, on I my think list. That was, that oh, was it, yeah. I read Black. I I read Blade Runner, Black Lotus one. Mm-hmm. How was it? I don't really think I know enough about Blade Runner. I also <laughs> no, the, the story wasn't interesting to me, yeah. if I'm being honest. I don't. I, I don't think I'm gonna it. pick it up again. Yeah, that's fair. That's, fine. that's yeah. fair. Um, I want to thank both of you so much for coming on the show and uh, uh, doing thank this you talk. For us. You know, yeah, thank um, you. You guys are both awesome, and I wish I could have you guys more often uh, on things and whatnot. But um, you know, we're all content creators and we're all busy and stuff. Uh, but you guys do amazing work on this show and not on the show. Uh, you guys are awesome. So thank you. Thank you. You're awesome. No. no you're awesome too. Yes. No. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Fine. Uh, <laughs> for anyone out there who's watching the live streams, uh, you are digesting us via Twitch, twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show or youtube.com slash the Keeg Show. Or if you're listening to the podcast, uh, we are where we get your podcast from. So Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio. We're on five major apps. I don't think we're on Stitcher, but let me know because somebody looked me <laughs> up recently on Stitcher and they're like, I can't find you. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Is Stitcher big? I don't know. Let us know. Um, but we're there out on five apps. We're also on social media at The Keeg Show, pretty much everywhere. So uh, TikTok and Instagram are our big ones. We're also on Facebook and Twitter uh, at The Keeg Show. Um, again, slash The Keeg Show at The Keeg Show. We're always out there. Um, before we get going, though, Justin, where can we find you online? What do you got coming up? Anything you want to plug? Uh, I mean, you know, just my, my usual socials. Uh, I'm, I'm on TikTok at moose underscore zero. Um, I'm on Twitter as Mooso, like M-O-O-S-E-W. Um, and then I'm on Instagram at the closest approximation I could get to my TikTok handle, which is Moose double underscore zero. Wait, Moose double underscore zero? Yes, because Moose underscore zero was already taken by somebody else. Weren't aren't you moose? Did I write it out wrong that you're moose and then underscore written out? No, uh, I'm I, I used to be that, and then when I realized that I could do double underscore, that felt a little more expeditious than people trying to type out the the actual words moose underscore zero. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> figure to make it easier on, on, on other people. Ah, okay. As a <laughs> as a producer of a live stream, you're killing me. 
<laughs> okay, I'll remember. I'll remember that for next time. Moose underscore zero versus <laughs> Moose double underscore zero, but not spelled mm -hmm. out, but an actual double. No. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um. Um. <laughs> uh, Sammy, where can we find you? Um. Just Sammy the Monster, TikTok, Instagram. I I use Twitter sometimes, and yeah. Okay. That's where I am. Just Sammy the Monster everywhere. Oh, that's really smart and forward thinking of you. Thank you. It's not Sammy double underscore demonster. <laughs> it used to be something else, but I just changed it recently. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's rebranding season. That's what I've yeah. been saying for the past couple mm -hmm. months. It's rebranding season. Yeah. Live it exactly. up. Exactly. I just bought a new domain name for like another website. Pretty exciting. Nice. Rebranding time. Rebranding. Um, thank you both of you so much for coming on uh, the show. Uh, everybody out there, if you can listen to this, if you've been listening and watching, follow Justin, follow Sammy on their respective social media. Um, also, if you follow the Keeg Show, you can find their stuff through us as well. And just branch off and go crazy because there's so much content out outside of like what we're already digesting. Like there's so much content out there. Like follow these amazing creators and like get on those trends, you know? Um, other than that, uh, that is uh, pretty much it for anyone out there who's looking uh, for comics and doesn't know where to go. Comicshoplocator.com is your best bet to find a comic shop near you. We're not sponsored by them, though they should. But then again, they don't probably don't make money. They're just a website that is comicshoplocator.com. So they're not a sponsor, but support the comic book industry there. And if you want to support the Keeg, uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash uh, the Keeg Show. Uh, other than all that, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for watching or listening to the show. Once again, I'm your host, Demetra Pereira, and this has been uh, uh, Comic Talk for uh, August 11th to 2022. Take care, everybody. Bye.